Hello, everyone. This is Jennifer Williams with Lux Life. I am your host, as well as real estate agent, realtor with Global Banker Gold Coast. Today on my podcast, it is my utmost pleasure to introduce you to such a cutting edge, dynamic company and person. I am at a loss for words for what changes that they are going to bring to our industry and uh, everybody as a whole. I am speaking with none other than Sibium CEO and co-founder, one of the co-founders, Layla Benajamali. Take it away. Cool. Yeah, great. I'm well done for saying my name so well. And I am also at a loss for words for speaking with you, Jennifer. It's not often uh, that I get to... uh, you know, do these uh, one-on-one podcasts with um, uh, real estate professionals and you are, you know, just the cream of the cream. You're an amazing woman. And I wish I lived in the Chicago area. I would work with you. Uh, but, you know, you're, you're awesome. And basically for caring and uh, providing this type of information to your, um, to your clients and your network is, uh, you know, well done for doing that. Thank you. It's about educating, um, putting the word out there and anything that is cutting edge, especially such as as what you have brought, you know, brought to the public, brought to the world. I mean, it from my background of construction and real estate combined over 30 years, I look back and man, if we could have had your <laughs> we could have had this sooner. Uh, unbelievable. So tell me a little bit about. Sibium. Yeah, so uh, Sibium was started by my co-founders and I uh, right after we left Stanford a few years ago. And basically what we had done when we were there was we had created this technology that allows us to build certain types of web applications. And those web applications are what we call computational law or comp law web applications. And all that means is uh, the laws and regulations are built right into them. So in a sense, very similar to how TurboTax has the IRS tax code incorporated right into it. So you don't need to perform a manual review of the tax regulations just to understand what taxes you owe, what your tax obligations are. We can build systems like that in the planning space. That's where our space is. And uh, uh, you know, what I say is uh, Symbium.com is similar to Google Maps, where it's a free tool that anyone can use to understand not turn by turn directions to a property, by ter- but turn by turn directions as to what you can build or what you can do on that particular property. Which is unbelievable. How many times uh, I just ran into it actually over the weekend. You know, what can be done on this property? what can we build? Can we divide it up? Can we this? Can we that? What permits have been pulled? You know, if if you were in my area, we would have that readily available at our hands. And from my understanding, it would be coming to our area. We would have have so much benefit to it. Yeah, we're we're looking forward to expanding to uh, uh, your area. You know, and uh, so many other states. I mean, right now, today, we're all only in... um, uh, California, uh, we cover all California properties and, um, you know, to the extent that we have data available, we try and put as much data about properties on there. That's, uh, you know, public data, like things like permits and square footage information and, um, you know, very reliable sources. We partner with a lot of cities and counties to do this. 
<clears throat> and, you know, it's uh, pretty exciting. In fact, our first partnership was with the city of San Francisco. That was uh, super fun. And at that time, we had just started the company. We didn't know what to build, but we knew that we could build these types of systems. And so, you know, we built uh, with the city of San Francisco uh, an application that allows anyone to understand uh, where they can open a particular type of business within the entire city. So, for example, if I say, oh, I want to open a coffee shop, I wonder what all the properties are that I could, uh, you know, where all the properties are that I could open a coffee shop in. And, you know, there's no way for me to perform that analysis right now. I would have to hire a an expensive planning consultant and maybe they would do some research, but even then they wouldn't be able to capture all properties. Uh, and so, you know, not just that, but what if I want a coffee shop on the second floor and have it be part of a chain and so on and so forth, you know, uh, all of these layers, one on top of the other, creates a lot of restrictions and complexity about where that that coffee shop can be located. So we launched this tool for the public and they loved it just to kind of see, do people enjoy interacting with these types of applications? And they loved it. And then we decided to do the same thing with ADUs. So we can talk about that uh, a little bit more. But yeah, that it's pretty exciting. I mean, the public loves to know what they can do and to have that power and not have to go to a planning consultant or directly to the planning counters just to have that preliminary analysis in their own homes. And then what happens if you you hire a consultant and they don't dig up, they don't find everything. You go to the counter, the planning counter. I mean, I've been to the city of Chicago building department. I can't tell you how many times. It's not that easy. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, they do make it you know, as easy as you can be in the city of Chicago. However, it's a challenge. And then you have to go to this department and this department, this department, and your system streamlines that, saves time, saves money, and provides accuracy. You can right. right there. If you said, you know, I want to purchase one, two, three Main Street. Okay, great. We're going to type this in. We have then the information we need. We are going into a real estate transaction in an educated manner. That's exactly right. Yeah. So, yes, you know, sir. imagine uh, instead of having to go to a planning, I mean, we, we've shadowed planning departments in a lot of big cities, San Francisco included. We did the same in Los Angeles and uh, San Jose just kind of standing back and watching how people interact with planners at the counter, you know, what the experience is. People have to take a number, they have to stand there, they have to get bouncing around between different departments. Now think of the pandemic where people have to do things all remotely. You have to, it's very, very difficult. And all of those resources were, uh, that would have been, uh, you know, focused on planning were diverted to emergency response for a while. And planning was then having a hard time to understand, okay, we don't really, we're not really set up to accept digital applications, you know, uh, permit applications online, um, you know, and even if they were, they didn't expect this uh, volume of applications to come in. And so there's a lot of complexities, you know, a lot of planning departments also have, um, you know, uh, difficulty with uh, keeping track of what planner A said to a, a homeowner versus planner B said to, to that same homeowner. And so that inconsistency tends to bring a lot of friction. Uh, it tends to escalate issues up to planning, planning managers and planning directors. And, you know, sometimes it turns into litigation. Our experience, we've seen some of some cities deal with stuff like that. 
So, you know, it can be a messy process and kind of really making sure that the public is better informed at the time that they approach the counters is uh, part of our, our work. I think also it would help from the, the plan review standpoint. If you have everything compiled into, again, I chose 123 Main Street. If you have everything compiled already, we're submitting the information everything's already right there. So if the if the person reviewing the plan wants to go to page 78 of whatever it is, line 364, it's you've already streamlined that for them, which then in my mind would streamline the entire permitting process. That's exactly right. Yep, that's exactly right. So, you know, our philosophy is uh, that your experience with your permits and with your projects should be as streamlined as going to Amazon and purchasing something with a few clicks. You should be able to, you know, maybe it's not a few clicks, maybe it's a few more clicks, but you should be able to uh, complete projects, you know, in a much shorter period of time with a lot less frustration and a lot less money spent on time, on budget, ahead of schedule, you would then turn your permits where, you know, could be a 30 day, 45 day, six month reviewed. And that was post, that was pre-pandemic. Now can streamline that, which then gets everybody back online, moving faster at a better pace, more efficiently. And, And you're right, the anxiety level, you say to someone, I'm going to, uh, can I do an ADU? And we'll talk about that in a second. Or can I, I want to remodel my home or has there been a building permit pulled? The anxiety level goes from zero to 8,000. Right. Because the first thing you think is, oh my gosh, I I have to go, where am I going to go? I have to go to this municipality or this building or what do I do? You cut that out. Yeah, exactly. Right. So, I mean, uh, you know, the purpose of Simium is not to replace planning departments. It's to empower the public with better information and uh, allow them to better search for data about properties, whether it's their own properties or properties that they're interested in, as well as uh, perform, uh, you know, make updates to that data, you know, take actions on uh, their properties or other properties, you know, kind of uh, responding to sort of uh, requests or filing taxes or, you know, uh, applications or, I mean, all kinds of things like that, that the, pro- the public should be empowered to uh, perform some action to do something. And, you know, like there's many instances where, uh, for example, if you receive a tax assessment for your property uh, on which you have to pay property taxes, you know, most people probably don't know how to appeal those assessments. Sure. How do you, how do you know whether or not that value is correct? And how do you even appeal that if you disagree with it? So most people just pay it as it is and don't raise any uh, uh, stake about it. But if you had an easy way to do those kinds of things, then it's very likely that more people would do that. And I think that the public is, uh, you know, from what we've understood, they really are, uh, hungry for systems like that to help yeah, self-help systems. Yeah, we currently have an antiquated system, if you will. And this streamlines it. It marries it together, brings brings so much to the table. And I agree with you, you know, we're not going to replace governmental bodies. However, 
you know, when you, I can't imagine the frustration of someone at, at the building department, someone who's new, who doesn't know what they're doing, brings for and you got to walk them through the steps of how the permitting, pro- what you have to do, permitting process, what you can, what you can't, tax appeal, you know, people come in, I rate, my taxes are now, but with no, no backing or proof, your system provides that. So again, yeah. it takes that anxiety level on both sides of the counter. That's right. Yeah. And reduces it to almost nothing. It's it's a it's a no-brainer for me here. Jennifer, um, I'm curious, uh in Chicago, how big are our ADUs where you, where you are? They're getting they're getting more prevalent. Um the thing that we are having right now, uh we have ADUs. They just came back as far as available to to permitted of use. Um then we also what we're struggling with now is you know, vacant storefronts. What can be in this building? If we have, say, a storefront on the first floor, second and third floor, maybe apartments or, or something of, of that nature, what can go in that existing space and still work with the community? So that's kind of our, our struggle at, uh, right now in Chicago. But ADUs. So let's talk, because we've both said ADUs a few times, and, and some of our our guests are probably, what is an ADU? What the heck is an ADU? So what's an ADU? Let us know. Yeah, I don't know. What is it? What is it? No, I'm (laughs) I'm kidding. I do know it. So uh, ADU stands for accessory dwelling unit. And it's often known by many different terms. It can be called a granny flat. It can be called an in-law unit or a backyard cottage. It's just a second unit on a property. And oftentimes, uh, you know, it could be like a tiny, like a little tiny, you know, a studio shed or a tiny home or something like that. And oftentimes people uh, build ADUs and usually at lower cost than they would if they were going to build a whole other, you know, single family home on that lot or a whole other, a different type of unit. Um, uh, Because they can often plug into the existing infrastructure in on the property and they'll often put one there uh, because they want to, for example, house an aging uh, uh, family member or uh, it, it's uh, used as a means of affordable housing, just increasing the numbers of affordable housing units because they are lower cost, lower cost to build. Uh, California enacted some AD regulations statewide to really promote this idea of more affordable housing across the state because, as you know, uh, California, like many other states, is in a uh, major housing crisis right now. And so ADUs was a tool, uh, you know, a means to make make sure that more people have uh, housing uh, where it's needed. So it has been, you know, used uh, successfully in some areas. In other areas, there's been some pushback uh, for ADUs because, for example, you know, there's a whole movement of people that uh, do not want ADUs uh, in their backyards or in the backyards of their neighbors because they don't know who's going to live there, et cetera, et cetera. And, you know, it's a whole NIMBY movement or not in my backyard movement. Um, and we don't have any opinions on these things. That's not the purpose of Symbium. The purpose of Symbium is just to incorporate the regulations uh, uh, into our system so that people can see what's possible and decide for themselves what, whether they want one or not. But ADUs have become a very, very hot topic, and we've started to see some developers come up, uh, you know, that are specializing in these types of structures. And some of them are pretty cool. So we we have some that we showcase on uh, 
the Symbium site or the developers have uploaded or some city partners of ours have uploaded uh, as a way of pre-approved housing that will have a fast track to approval. So it's it's kind of cool uh, as an option. I did check that out and there are, there are some, it makes sense, especially as we are, our society has shifted a bit. We are looking at, um, you know, whether people decide to, now that we all can work remote pretty much, do we go back to the office? Do we not go back to the office? We've now blended families even more, um, whether related or just our friends. Sometimes everybody needs their space. It makes sense to me. and again, you know, neither one of us are taking a stance on it as far as for or against it. It's about transparency. And it's about making sure that everybody's educated. Why wouldn't, why wouldn't that be a good thing? I think it's a fantastic, uh, fantastic thing. So, I mean, we can look back at the permit history. You know, let's also talk about how accessible, what are the tools? I know I've looked at the, you know, I've, I've gone to your website. I've, I've watched the videos. I'm blown away. I'm in love with it. Um, no better person to talk about it than you. The technology and the tools, how easy they are. And, and everything else right there. Yeah, you know, it's funny. Like uh, we talk about sort of Symbium building this property portal um, which by the way, anyone can try at simium.com. We, again, we only have California coverage right now, but we are going to be extending that, uh, over time. Um, you know, it's, it's hard to build these systems and it's not just a matter of trying to understand what is the ideal experience that we are going for, you know, because, uh, we have to eventually essentially reinvent a new type of search engine, a new type of, um, interaction with, this type of data, property data, anything that is related to properties. Uh, But another challenge is also, you know, the availability of that data in digitized form because many jurisdictions right now do not have digital data. They are still operating uh, using things like physical map books to identify zoning for a property. So you go to the counter and you're saying, hey, I have a property in at this address. And the person behind the counter will literally open a map book and flip through it. And these things are these monsters. There's volumes of them. They're and huge. We'll, yeah. Huge. This, they, they are. Yes. <laughs> and mean. then they'll flip through these pages of transparencies and overlays and kind of identify, oh, yes, you're in the R1 district. And therefore, you can do this on your property. I mean, it is just so archaic. And so uh, those are, I think, the larger issues is digitization of that data and you know, uh, a lot of these jurisdictions, I mean, it's incumbent upon them to do it. And a lot of these jurisdictions need a lot of help doing it too. So I can see that. And then it's understanding, you know, getting uh, everyone to understand exactly how easy this is, which has got to be an uphill battle for you. Because again, I have not heard of anything that combines everything that you're combining in one, one stop. You know, right. so you're blazing the trail for so many other other opportunities and so many things to evolve from it. I again, I'm, I'm just blown away by it. I love the fact that you're you're you care enough to bring the education and the transparency to the public, and get everybody to work together seamlessly. 
You know, we actually just had a meeting this morning. Uh, we were invited by um, a real estate office. This happens uh, on a weekly basis. We go to real estate meetings and, you know, we present this application and make it known to real estate agents that it's another tool in their toolbox that they can use if they want to do a quick assessment of a property, maybe see what's been built there, see if it was permitted, you know, understand whether an ADU can go there, generate an ADU report, put that in their disclosures. And so talking to real estate agents, kind of understanding, you know, what are some challenges that you have? And they have this challenge on a daily basis because the public is relying on you as an agent. You know this yourself to basically tell them, you know, hey, what's the story with this property? And if you really care about providing the story to your clients, you're going to do more than just go on to the MLS and, you know, or Redfin or Zillow and take a look at the property and say, oh, yes, it has five bedrooms, four baths, and it's 3,000 square feet. That's just not enough. You know, you really need to be, (laughs) you really need to be looking at um, the full picture of that property in relation to that environment. You know, if it's in uh, any natural hazard zones, what's the permit history? Uh, what can I build on that property? Let me just go ahead and sketch something right there and generate that as an image for my client. You know, all kinds of things like that that will, um, you know, uh, what what what's the topography there? Get uh, a visualization of the 3D view of that area. You can do all this on Symbium. And I think that this is something that agents over the years have had to go to multiple different places to find that homeowners have never been able to find because they didn't know where to even look for it. Some agents really don't even know where to look for it either, to be honest with you, because we, <laughs> it, you know, how do you, there's not a spot to look for one thing. And there's not that, you know, I believe in giving as much information as I can and being as detailed that helps with selling the property. It's not a, oh, you're hiding. Now here we are. You know, the permit was pulled. I think we would also cut down on, so many properties that will fall out of escrow. They're going to go under contract and then they find out later on after you've committed, you've got the moving truck in the driveway, you are two days away from closing and you find out that a permit was was not pulled on this or was pulled but never closed or the zoning is wrong or whatever it is, it happens. And this will cut that out. This will streamline that when an agent and the um, and the public uses the tool, it'll it'll streamline that. Right, that's exactly right. Yeah, unbelievable. I um, again, I'm so excited because it's going to make my job easier when we <laughs> come to Chicago or if I do anything in California, yeah, um, or any of the other states you're going to. So you know. I want to make sure we touch base again later, stick around uh, at the end here. And uh, I want to have a chat with you after, after we close. Um, Again, this is Jennifer Williams, host of Lux Life, the Coal Banker Gold Coast agent. And it was my pleasure to catch up with uh, Symbium co-founder and one of the co-founders and uh, CEO, Layla Benjamali. Benjamali. It was the pleasure was all mine, Jennifer. Thanks for having me. Thank you so much. And uh, like I said, stick around. I want to chat with you more. You got it.